Man-made terror, hunger jaws of death. Y'all don't cross my depths, I'll pause your breaths. I call you to sink down 40,000 leagues, bleeding to death with no arms and short sleeves. My world's deep blue, killers gotta eat too. Looking for human flesh to rip my teeth through. Other fish in the sea, but barracudas ain't equal to a half-human predator created by a needle. Jet black eyes, baby, they stare while you sleep. When your Titanic sinks, I'm the one you gone meet. Hearing terrified screams, they surround my team. All you see is trails of blood, even God, even God won't intervene. Nightmares of darkness, my appetite is heartless. Even if you're related, you're eliminated regardless. In the deep blue underwater walls, half man, half shark. My jaws don't fall, deepest, bluest. My hat is like a shark's fin. And this <laughs> is the science fiction rating system. Brilliant. I'd written all those notes down as well. They are uh, uh, brilliant. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Welcome uh, to the hip hop rating system. Yes. Um, <laughs> ladies love Cool James and ladies love science fiction. Yeah. This is the podcast okay. that aims to rank every science fiction film from one to infinity. I am LL Cool S and I am joined as ever by Chris Redding. Hello. I thought you were going to go down the route of the, uh, the duck for the opening bit. But... There was, to be honest, this week it was a, 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 a you know, an absolute. A treasure trove of, of things to quote <laughs> from all yeah. the films, uh, and also yeah. Alex Humphreys here. Alex, hello. I'm very, yeah, I'm very happy that you uh, quoted that amazing, <laughs> deepest bluest song. Yeah, it was, uh, um, it, was, it was a great song. So yeah, deepest bluest from Deep Blue Sea because this week is Fishy Tales Week here on this science fiction rating system. Um, how do you? Well, and there's a duck, yeah. I mean, yeah, we kind of broke it there, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's been tenuous all around. It, Creature yeah. feature season has like now actually literally been the the uh, feature that broke the podcast, as yeah. we just spent <laughs> half an hour discussing a new format. Uh, put it down. Yeah, yeah, it did. <laughs> Things had to change. Um, space rabies. We all had space rabies. It's been humanely destroyed. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So yeah, this week we were watching three films. Um, about fish, science fiction films about mm. fish, kind of, um, including Deep Blue Sea, but we'll get to that later. For now, should we get straight into the films? I think we should. Yeah. Um, and our first film is The Incredible Mr. Limpet, directed by Arthur Lubin, 1964. Um, starring Don Knotts as a man who turns to a fish. Uh, yeah. I guess we'd better... Um, yeah. First of all... Let's- yeah. Let's address the uh, the Mary Poppins in yeah, the room. The limpet in the room, the Poppins clause. Yeah. So I waited the whole film yeah. to see whether this was science fiction or not because it really teased you all along. Because yeah. there was a couple of bits where I was like, no, 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 because even they did the trickiness when he's standing by the dock and he says, I wish, I wish, I wish I was a fish, but he's holding that book. It's like the reverse... Um, what is it? It's like reverse... Um, Oh god, it's like um, a process of like evolution, reverse yes. evolution yeah. book. He's holding that book, yeah. isn't yeah. he? And you think, oh, oh, what's going to happen? And then even later on, when the military, the what his wife says, doesn't she? I don't care what you do, turn him back into a man. Yeah. You get the scientists in, turn him back into a man. But there is no explanation why. He well, turns but also into the fish. cold open of the film, like the bit in the future, they're saying that someone's creating these superpowered porpoises and I'm thinking oh yeah. is that science, science? Yeah. but um, but it's not is it some pretty good uh, technology from the Germans as far as their acoustic ah that's limpet um, that's limpet you know, but the, is that the torpedo <laughs> but, mm. but is it science fiction it, it isn't is it I don't think it is Chris it's you... shit <laughs> <laughs> It's a, not a SSRS podcast. Mm. <coughs> no, it's not. I think Poppins Claws has sadly been reactivated for a second week, and yeah, we can't rank this. Um, no, which, it's sad. It is sad. Let's let's still talk about it. Uh, Chris, what did you think of this film anyway? Despite its, its lack of credentials, <clears throat> well, I asked you when it was made because it was quite war propagandary, wasn't it? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, the way, like, even when he was like exploring the shipwreck of the American sunk ship, it had like, mm. instead of having tanks in there, which it would have been full of, it had like an ambulance in there. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's like, and then they made the Germans look ridiculous. Um, 
with their like acoustic, uh, you know, their technology. It was actually laughable. And yeah. then, um, yeah, I, I just, I mean, I like bed knobs and broomsticks. Hmm. Uh, and it, I mean, it must be the same animator. Um, it's definitely the same ear, isn't it? Same thing. Mm. Um, um, the difference being, this is not a kids' film, is it? No, which is very weird. <laughs> no, tonally, is, very this weird. Is, this is to sign people up for the navy or something. This mm. is. Do you think this has very specific goals? <laughs> I mean, really though, the, the navy don't come out of it looking very good. I don't think because they're kind no. of weirdly, uh, sort of. I don't know, anti everybody, aren't they? Everyone in this film is kind of a dickhead, aren't they? Um, yeah. You know, even the fish that that tells Limpit to leave <laughs> even his wife. The fish are dickheads. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's yeah. like a yeah. They are. There's like a a sub. What's the? Isn't there like a crab from mate? Uh, the Little Mermaid in there. Yeah, like, he was a bit like off. that, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. He did like, look well, over, not yeah. rip off. Like it's a predecessor his, to it. All his lines were recorded as though they'd like they'd gone down a phone like this, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> what was that? I don't know about. Do you think they actually did the voiceover over a phone? Maybe, like phoned it in. I don't know. Yeah. It, was, it was strange. They never really explained it, did they? In many no. ways. Yeah. No. Um, Alex, Limpet? Pro, well, you pro uh, Limpet? It was a very odd film. I I started wondering whether it was... I, I agree with Chris, it's very heavy propaganda, but I don't know if maybe the propaganda is join the Navy and have sex with a lot of women. Or because fish. it seemed to me... Well, yes, exactly. It seemed to me that Limpet's... Obsession with being a fish was about his sexual freedom. Yeah, there's a whole song about that. Yeah, exactly. There's a whole song about oh, meet up with a fish, do what you want. It doesn't matter, you know. Yeah. Like you're a fish, and then she's when that lady fish comes along. She's like got that ridiculous kind of Marilyn Monroe voice, and she wants to take him to the spawning ground, and he gets a bit upset by it. But then he just deliberately flies through that picture of his wife. He's like, no, I don't care. Yeah. I'm just gonna have sex with this fish, and ultimately, in the end. He does leave his wife, stays as a fish, leaves his wife to not, have Not only does sex. he leave his wife, he like makes, he sort of mansplains to her why she needs to leave him. <laughs> yeah. When he's like, well, she's, he's like, oh, I could come back. And he's like, oh, you could come back. Could come back. She, that's what she says. And he's like, yeah, but you know, I couldn't live in the bath, could I? He's like, yeah. he's making her make the, the excuses for why he's got to run off with this fish. Yeah, it, it seemed as well that like there's, there's, there's a bit where he's kind of, it, it, it kind of he seems to be implying that is George the the other uh, bloke is having an affair with yeah. his wife anyway because when he talks to George he's like oh yeah do you remember that time when we we all you know used to stay up all night playing cards when I went to bed yeah. with my wife or like oh do you remember that time we went out and I lost all my money and it's all it's it's kind of there was a lot of weird undercurrents going on Maybe I really. <laughs> yeah. Well, also yeah. the fact that like he does appear to be like sort of sexually attracted to fish, even before turning into a fish, isn't he? Oh yeah, he's a bit. Weird. Oh, definitely. He's a very odd man, isn't he? Yeah. And yeah, yeah it was just yeah. I agree with you. The navy don't come across particularly well. They're kind of idiots in it. Um, no, I don't, it was a very. I mean, the most. I wrote it down. There's a very profound bit where she said. Where Bessie says, "Am I the widow of a man or the wife of a fish?" <laughs> I thought that was quite a profound. It was Ooh, a bit kind of uh, metamorphosis. So it's quite a profound moment that bit. Yeah. Um, but and also the final line sung, which was Henry Limpet, your name will live forever. America owes everything to you. <laughs> yeah, which I thought was pretty. That I was like how good. he was like in parade in like his like they'd made him <laughs> yeah. an admiral or something. Yeah. It was like but a, then. Germany for, before the First World War sort of uniform, yeah. wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. But for like Rat Rushmore, they'd they'd actually yeah. use the image of the fish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. No, it was a very, very strange film. And I, I just couldn't get who it was aimed at because it kind of felt like a kid's film, but not really. It was uh, all over the place, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. It was yeah, it's very weird. Um people you know on 60s one thing- drugs. <laughs> I, I don't think it is though. I think it's a this is a pre-drugs audience isn't it this is just a, this is like a very sort of staid boring America film isn't it it's, yeah. this is a, a god I dread to think what this would have been like done four years later on acid this would have been absolutely out there wouldn't it <laughs> um, the one like really interesting and strange thing about this film that I went back to several times to make sure I was right at yeah. 59 minutes and 50 seconds in this film 
Um, right. They're looking over the rowboat into the sea and waiting for Limpet to appear. He appears and the Jaws theme plays. What? Yeah. Really? Like it's a it's a bit of higher seconds. register. When is it? But it is like fifty nine minutes and fifty seconds. Um, yeah, I don't wow, know if you've okay. got the capacity to it now. Yeah, it's it's like going do 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 as he approaches really? the surf. Yeah, honestly. Oh. George? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, That's so so obviously okay. yeah. Lucas or Williams was a big fan of Limpet and thought, you know, they captured the menace of a gigantic Limpet there, didn't they? Mm. Yeah. But we, we do really need to return to why is it that people are so obsessed with trying to remake this film? Yeah. It, because bizarre, people are really, really <clears throat> yeah. I mean I've got it off off Wikipedia. I think There's it's so many well, it, it must be because so many people have are like connected it's to the it. Explanation. Yes, yeah, so who we got? Well, Jim Carrey's done it, hasn't he? A few times. Yep. Uh, where is it? Yeah, there's uh, da, da, da. Mike Myers at one point. Mike Judd to uh, to direct and co-write with Robin Williams, Chris Rock, Mike Myers, and Adam Sandler. <laughs> that was 2001. And then you've got 2009. The guy that directed Enchanted was going to direct. 2010. Zach Galanafakis was in lead, was in negotiations. 2011, Richard Linklater. Uh, <laughs> and then it was 2014, it was announced that John Hamm, Danny McBride, Sarah Silverman, Kevin Hart, Josh Gad, Keegan Michael Kay, and Jordan Peele had entered talk for various roles. On August 4th, Linklater left the project to concentrate on his new film, which was ended up coming out in 2016 as Everyone Wants Some. And that is the last. But that's like right up to 2016. <clears throat> But the well, only, well, to, yeah, 2014, the only thing I've got still this, thinking of doing this. The only thing I think about is that Don Knotts, obviously we don't really know Don Knotts, do we? But no. he was, he's massive, isn't he, in America? He was massive. He's a huge star. Well, I guess. And but... like maybe this is a film that gets showed a lot, like when you were a kid in America, growing up in the 80s. Maybe this was on TV all the time or something. I'm going to ask my American friends and see. Yeah, please yeah. do. Try and get the bottom but would it, I mean, are we, are we talking, what, Afghanistan? What's he going to turn in? Is he a fish and he's... What, he's, what war is it going to be? Is it modern? Going to be modern day? Is he going to be going against ISIS? Like, what's the? Yeah, I don't know. Really. What's the? What's the rewrite of the plot here? I don't. <laughs> I don't see. Yeah, like what? No, it'll be like um, it will be the this um, like trade dispute going on with China, and it'll be just off the coast of China, blowing his big horn at all the Chinese <laughs> trade ships trying <laughs> to get out. This is basically port. Team America, but yeah, different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I see. There was uh, if you go on the IMDb trivia. Someone has written the following. I'm reading this word for word. Yeah. So someone has written, Henry Limpet, after falling into the ocean and becoming a fish, done 37 thrums, or shout, of noise. As in fear or shock, that lead to Nazis hitting themselves. There were 37 thrums total. 10 to 15 thrums were heard twice or three times, but there were 37 thrums done in the movie, and two more thrums were added in the movie's closing credits, totaling 39 thrums. So if you needed to know how many thrums there were... <laughs> wow. It's... It's on IMDb trivia. The Thrum Expert, That's thanks. Thrum yeah, Expert. Yeah, we should get that person in on this podcast, I think. That, <laughs> yeah. That, the level there of detail. There you go. Yeah, go to Trivia Corner and get some of that. Yeah. Well, yeah. But we, we can't rank it. We can't rank it. And as I say, it kind of, it's, it's responsible for a, a sea change in how we do these podcasts to get away from this situation. Waste of, a lot of my time. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. I'm glad, I, I'm glad I watched it, though. Um, yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, let's uh, let's pretend it never happened and put put the limpet be- behind us. I would like though every time near a thing of peril that that little choir comes on and goes like, "What is it? Be careful! Be careful!" And he's at the water's edge. Don't fall yeah. in. That would be nice. Um, <laughs> something that uh, Samuel L. Jackson could have needed in the next film mm. after the break. That's a fucking segue. Is free to roam around the sea. He flirts with every lady fish as she goes swimming by. And if she gives her tail a swish and winks a fishy eye, a minnow all at once can be a whale of a guy. And we're back with our second film of the day, Deep Blue Sea, which um, I was sat watching and it was terrible. And I was sat there thinking, (laughs) how many shark films does it take until I realise that Jaws isn't a good film because of the shark. 
it's sort of despite the shark, Jaws is a good film, and I need to stop chasing Jaws because every <laughs> other shark film is absolutely terrible. Um, I've never yeah. seen and any of the Jaws sequels. You know, oh, two, two's all right. Really? Two's all right. Is three's I mean, terrible. Three's is awful. Is Roy Scheider in the second one? Yeah, he is. Yeah, I mean, two isn't great, but it's at least like you know, they're is on it, the island. It's not Spielberg, though, is it? No, it's not. No, no, no. Oh, fuck that then. Um, <laughs> but but compared to three and four, two is all right. Yeah, three is okay. ap- like three's barely a film, and four is just embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, because the shark's got revenge thing. But that actually, um, you know, do you notice the that the sharks died in this film in the same way they do in Jaws one and two and three? Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Kind of the but, same way as in one. Yeah. Well, I the mean, first one dies in the gas thing, and then he blows up. That's the first one. Yeah, second one electrocuted. He was, the second one gets electrocuted. Oh. And uh, what's the third one? Blown up with a big missile. And that's like the third one. They they, they oh. buck, blow up. Yeah. It oh. also kind of starts in the same way as Jaws. You know, with like yeah spring breakers, like yep. having fern. It's a massive. You yeah. think they're going to get it, but then they don't. Yeah. So they try and twist it on you. They pull out the same. Um, uh, license plate from the shark they pull up that's the same plate as in the get, out of, get out of the tiger shark in Jaws 1 why bastards because it's, it's honouring it isn't it it's like an homage that's okay I suppose it's um, sick but it's it's poor isn't it <laughs> well um, I quite enjoyed Deep Blue Sea I uh, thought it was alright right okay Alex let's have a let's have a passionate defence of Deep Blue Sea well no I just it was better well, okay right well number one about Deep Blue Sea Obviously, spoilers. That Samuel L. Jackson scene is genius, and that <laughs> alone within the film mm-hmm. is brilliant. And I know he's he's Rennie Harlan is quoted as saying it's it's inspired by Alien, like you know of um, what's his face getting killed, the, Tom Skerritt yeah. getting killed in Aliens because he was the most the star. known character, the most no, the biggest name, and obviously also as well because um, I've read as well that. Uh, Samuel Jackson was offered the LL Cool J part and was yeah. just like, no way, I'm not playing that. So they almost wrote that part for Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. Um, and I think it's a really interesting part. He's kind of, you don't normally get that kind of char- him playing that kind of character or, you know, that kind of like, he's, he's the CEO, isn't he? He's actually kind of, a, you don't, he's not really done anything wrong. He's not a baddie in, in any ways. He doesn't really deserve to die. And that scene where he does this that ridiculous speech, which is, is really cheesy, but really funny. I think that scene's brilliant, so it's worth it for that scene alone. Yeah. Um, but generally, I just it was just good entertainment. I thought it was um, just a good, fun, entertaining film. And no, no other shark films are good apart from Jaws. I agree. But I think that it's just, you know, I just think it moves along quite well. I think there's some good action. Uh, I like the kind of twist, as it were, uh, that they're like, you know what? What? What are the intelligent sharks doing? And it's actually that it is that they're herding the people to get them to release them. I quite liked that as a uh, a little kind of twist. I thought it was quite good. Um, but yeah, overall, I enjoyed it. I guess my problem with it is I hate Thomas Jane. I think that he is an absolutely terrible actor. How do you feel about and Saffron Burrows? I don't mind <laughs> Saffron she's Burrows. She, compared to Thomas Jane, I well, think both she's actually. I just every line he delivered, he just is so cheesy, he is and awful. he's he's an awful, awful, awful actor. Uh, but there were some good people in there, like Stellan Skarsgård. I thought was good, and um, the guy Michael, it. yeah, Michael Rapport is quite good. The kind of cheesy, uh, you know, the guy that's um, knows the facility. He was quite good, and LL was all right, wasn't he? He was. All I, right. I think that LL Cool J is the best actor in this film, and he's terrible in it. That's how bad this film is. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Okay, so why do you hate it so much? It's terrible. Because <laughs> it's it, terrible. Okay, it makes right. absolutely no sense. Like, not even, you know, you can suspend a bit of, you know, uh, belief to get these sort of silly, like, plots, but everything about what they're doing just makes absolutely no sense at all. Um, like, and it's kind, uh, of, it's kind of shows scientists to be idiots. And yeah, repeated scientists idiots. Scientists aren't idiots. <laughs> yeah. This is the problem. Yeah, like the, the scene when um, the, the sharks throw um, selling stars at, at, at the screen. Oh, I love And they all that. just stand around watching yeah. this. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. We, it takes some Amy Samuel Jackson like, I think we should leave. Yeah. It's like... It, when a you shark have like a smashing into the glass. a shatterproof, like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you'd think. A shark swims backwards. You know, like no amount of making a brain bigger is going to make a shark able to swim backwards. 
It's a very clever shark. It doesn't matter. They're just not built that way. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah. what happened. The sharks the appear to have like. Still apply. Well, they don't, do they? Though, because the sharks seem to change size and shape. They fit through doors that are about <laughs> yeah. as far across as my arm, and then they're like taking up. I mean, that room, that screen that they come against. Mm. The shark's about eighty foot long, and then it's about ten foot long. Yeah, there are three of them though. Have you seen the trailer that's just come out for The Meg with uh, yes. Jason Statham? Oh, yes, oh, we yeah, were discussing it earlier. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. it. That looks more fun than this. Um, definitely. Don't you think there's a lot of parallels with this and Jurassic World and Jurassic Park? Like how, yeah. you know, that like whole complex is kind of like in Jurassic World where Chris Pratt's got his raptors and he's like yeah. befriending them. Yeah. And, totally. co- and, you know, there's even a line someone goes, oh, yeah, at weekends we can run this place with a skeleton crew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's funny. Jurassic yeah, all those people just leaving at the beginning, and then they all turn back up yeah. at the end. Yeah, like, yeah. Hey, what have you been doing? Just uh, in time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, that's just got disaster written all over it. Um, yeah. The you know at the end where that that jaws where they kill you know we shoots the whatever it is yeah at the shark and it goes through the shark's fin and then leg of the guy yes yeah right and then the shark gets through the fence right mm-hmm. but yeah. then he connects the wire not knowing that the other guy has actually managed to stay at the fence and not with the shark and he blows the shark up and then he celebrates like <laughs> massively yeah and it's like no, you. It looks like you've just killed a man and a. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he actually hated Thomas Jane as much as I did. He he realised. And then inexplicably, yeah, inexplicably, there's ghetto music at the end. Yeah, well, well I mean, was... you've got to feel a bit sorry for Cool Jay because obviously he signed up knowing he's got to write a theme, and mm. he's got nothing to work with there, has he? Like, the, I mean, <laughs> he's tried his hardest to make a rap song about a shark, but it, it doesn't work, does it? No. Um, no, but no, I, did, I did feel a bit sorry from throughout really Al Cool J also the way they're all kind of together being useless and he's sort of done more on his own than the rest of them put together and he turns yeah. up and they're still kind of like a bit like oh he's just a shitty chef no one's sort of <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, take over the outfit. Outfit. I yeah. think he saves them like three times like yeah. I think he saves each of like he, he he's the one that lets them through the door when they've been stranded. Then he saves Thomas Jane later on. Yeah. Like, I think he's he pretty much, just because of him, they really survive. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. not because of Saffron Burroughs. I mean, the one thing I do yeah. enjoy about the film is the fact that, obviously, it's Saffron Burroughs' fault, and it really is her fault. Yeah, and they're all through the film, everyone's just saying to her, you fucking idiot. Like, isn't there, <laughs> isn't there at some point someone just goes, you stupid bitch? That other yeah. woman does. Yeah. And it, just yeah. all through the film, they're really laying it on her. And, um... <laughs> Uh, it's just a weird way of making a film that you've got this central character who everyone just cannot stand. Yeah. And I think I mentioned it off air last week. I didn't put it in the podcast. But yeah, the end of this film, um, originally she, she survived and the test screening came back and every single member of the audience wanted a dead. So they went back at great expense and reshot the ending where she died. But yeah. re- but really, it makes even less sense, doesn't it? Because what little tiny redemptive arc she has, the fact she yeah. takes her clothes off and kills a shark is lost by her then mm. getting killed by another shark. Well, that kind of shows, underlines the incompetence of the filmmaker in that Massively. they go with the feedback. Mm. She did need to die, though. It was all her fault. Like, I wasn't buying that romance between her and Thomas Jane at all. No, no. <laughs> so, yeah. Do, do you know where uh, Duncan Kennedy, uh, how, how he was inspired to write the, the script? Would you like to know? I, I did read it, yes. watched yours in Jurassic Park. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, he actually he witnessed yeah. a horrific shark attack on a right. beach near his home, yeah. and then he started having a reoccurring nightmare of being in a passageway with sharks that could read his mind. Ooh, yeah, that's a fucking nightmare, isn't it? <laughs> but if a shark could read your mind, a shark doesn't speak English, so he wouldn't really understand yeah. what you were thinking. I had a very similar nightmare for years when I was a kid, and it, it was. And whenever I used to go on our downstairs toilet. Um, I, I was convinced they were going to was break through. Was that the one I climbed through the window of? Because that might be... <laughs> I don't remember that, but yes, it probably was, yeah. Uh, yeah, I always okay. imagine they're going to break through the back wall and get me, and then chase wow. me down the corridors up into what, the bedroom. sharks? Yeah, I used to sit on the toilet, like, like weeing super fast, because I was absolutely terrified of a shark coming through the back wall. And get... Obviously, I'm very young at this point. This was like, you know, 21, 22. But... Uh... <laughs> 
Could they read your mind, these sharks? I mean, Did they know you're on the toilet? I, I think still so. Knew. Yeah. Sharks weren't able to move on dry land. I mean, well, yeah, no, but see, that's the thing. In that, uh, in Jaws Four, it kind of like mounts the a hotel, doesn't it? Do you remember yeah. that bit, Alex, where it kind yeah. of... They start eating dinner and this shark comes inland by about 30 feet to try and get her. <laughs> so I guess that... That's that why I seen, That's why I never saw Jaws for. Yeah, no, no I don't saw that. I was no. quite late at Jaws, to be honest, because I was told about the head in the hole in the... Oh, yeah, the... Things. Uh, hmm. um, right, before we move on, let me tell you how this film could have been better. I came up with an alternative plot while I was watching it. Oh, um, OK. Because, you know, at the start, when she goes into the boardroom meeting with uh, Samuel Jackson and he's all like oh whatever don't care this is all rubbish and she goes mm. have you ever known anybody who has Alzheimer's yeah and he's like yeah. no right what if he says no because he's got Alzheimer's he's forgotten Ooh, he's got it right? so he yeah. goes to the, to the to the whole like to the, yeah, the, the facility he's got yeah. a vested interest in it well, no, but he doesn't know he has. He's forgotten, right? So it's all oh, going on. Fuck. Yeah. So then, so then it goes wrong. It gets to be where he goes, you know, I've got a plan, only it's not him who's there. It's somebody else, right? right. That person right. gets chomped, and then someone comes in, like, from behind and, like, puts a syringe in Samuel Jackson's neck. It goes dark, right? And then you go back to the boardroom, and there's a whole another set of scientists saying to Samuel Jackson, um, do you know anyone with Alzheimer's? And he goes no, and what it is like he's 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 paid the company to keep on trying to fix Alzheimer's, even though it's incredibly dangerous. So he keeps sending these teams down oh, to try and wow, fix okay. it, and he's going to be there to get the reward. But they keep it keeps going wrong, so they keep all so dying, keeps forgetting, getting him out of there, oh, taking okay. him back, and so it's like Groundhog Day, but for Samuel L. Jackson with Alzheimer's. No, that is quite good. No. They should have. You no. should have pitched that for the sequel. I'm out. To be honest. Deep, deep Blue Groundhog. I'm in. That's what I was going to call it. Deep Blue Groundhog. <laughs> deep Blue all over again. No, I, I like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm down with that. It's like a mind fuck, isn't it? You're like, oh, why are we back here again? And why Saffronborough's turning into like Mini Driver or whatever? And then they all go down and die again. And then like they're going to break out of this loop of this crazy man sending these scientists to the death. Okay. Over and over again. And he would keep forgetting that the sharks were intelligent, obviously. Well, he's got Alzheimer's. Yeah, he wouldn't know. He no. wouldn't ever remember. No. But what happens in the end? Does he get? Do they work it out? And he, he no, I think remembers. in the end, someone was going to like someone work out that he's doing this horrible thing, and like he's let, he dies down there, and all the scientists get away. Okay. Because it's never going to work, like is it. it? Yeah. No. Deep blue ground. I'll look well, for it. Deep. <laughs> all right. Let's. It. Should we rank the film we actually watched, which was deeply? Yeah, <laughs> okay. Uh, Paul, that's my review of that one. Um, okay. um, uh, who wants to? Alex, you can go first. I would say 62 oh. above oh. the man who fell, fell to earth because I, really I did enjoy. Uh, I did enjoy Deep Blue Sea. Your list, I was, your list I was entertaining. Your list, oh, is it? Yeah, because uh, oh. 62 is Stargate. Oh, okay, right. Well, one below Stargate then. Sorry. 63, right. Um, Chris? Uh, 75. Oh, Below on. 2012, above Superman 4. No. Actually, I'll put it 74 because it is better than... It's better than 2012, 2012, yeah. 2012, yeah. Yeah, I'm leaning more towards the Chris end of the scale. Yeah. It was pretty dreadful. Uh, it's not worse than day after tomorrow. Um, I, I don't know. It's pretty terrible. Mm. You know what? Gonna... Them Roland Emmerich ones are bollocks. So I would mm. accept like it to skip above a day after tomorrow. But I think The Martian has got is <laughs> on many areas. It is better, even though The Martian is not a clever film. But it's like. I, I... Yeah, I'm not going to fight this because I'm not going to win. The VFX it's not a good film. Is absolute garbage. The most yeah. the, the way they tell the story using VFX is terrible. Yeah, I thought no, the it's animatronics like, it's on like the shark were quite good. It's like the sorry, the animatronics were quite good. I thought on the shark. Yeah, yeah, but whenever they start using a computer, it's just they, no. The I agree. Use I agree. The computer is terrible. It's not even that the computer's bad. I'll, no, I agree. I'll give. I'll forgive that. It's like <laughs> the way they're using it. Yes. Is, Yes, like the, the CGI wave, for instance. Yeah, or like yeah. when he gets smacked against that wall, that window. Yeah, yeah. And oh, I love, love that bit. It's like I could make something better than that. Like, <laughs> you know what I read, which I found strange about this, was that the, the prosthetics guy got hired because of his work on Anaconda. And like, oh, yeah. do you remember Anaconda? It's yeah, fucking it awful. The, the yeah, same it's the same sort of ilk though. 
Yeah. It works better in this one, but I just can't believe I'm going to watch that and think that's the guy I want to make my, you know, puppets. <laughs> Anaconda's uh, got some bad CG. Um, I'm I'm fine where you said. I'm not going to fight Piranha this one. Piranha 3D it's... or something. It's like that sort of... There was a little spate of animal That's a lot later, that is Piranha 3D. I didn't yeah. enjoy it as much as Universal Soldier Piranha, Return. Piranha, So, yeah, that, you're right. One, yeah. Um, I... I I think it should go one below Universal Soldier. 68. I think it's better than it's Armageddon. It's not better than Armageddon, no, I think. No. Oh, mm, Armageddon was pretty f- terrible. And also, <laughs> there's there's lots of like artistic things in in Prometheus and in The Martian. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. I think the further we get away from ranking those films, the the less funny it is to, <laughs> to, to rag, rag on Ridley mm. Scott so much, isn't it? And I yep. think you're right, we should probably... Mm. Yeah, I think Below the Martian, I'll, I'll agree with that. I'll okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're not gonna I'm use, all right with that. He's not I'm willing right to fight for this one. And no. I'm not going to fight for Deep Blue Sea. <laughs> uh, I enjoyed it, and I love that LL Cool J song. Can't wait I to find out a... what you think about the film with a man with a head of a duck. I was going to say, <laughs> is, is, that, is that the hill that you're prepared to die on? Let's find out after the break. Yeah. <laughs> With no arms or short sleeves My world's deep blue Killers gotta eat too Looking for human flesh To rip my teeth through Other fish in the sea But barracudas are equal To a half-human predator Created by a needle And we're back With our third and final film of the day uh, We've saved the best for last <laughs> We saved a film yeah. for last uh, this, yeah. is, this is Howard the Duck From 1986 um, Starring Lee Thompson And a young Tim Robbins Mm. Um, a film that George Lucas left Lucasfilm to go and make, and mm. uh, yeah, so well, that ruined his career, didn't he? He never made any money <laughs> after that. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he never made a good film again, did he? <laughs> no, no, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> um, so he, who's not he gone first? Cares. He cares. Chris. Yeah. Uh, had you seen Howard the Duck before? You see, you'd seen bits of it. I'd seen bits. You never sat down for a I'd full on splurge for a full on duck duck session, duck fest, right? <laughs> and how how did it? How did you find it? It was promoting bestiality. <laughs> it does. Yes, unfortunately, yes. Repeatedly as well. Repeatedly, yeah, repeatedly, repeatedly. Yeah. In a way, which they don't even like make it ironic in a self you know in in like a they don't even comment on it in as if it's ironic they just no. go with it yeah it's no. quite funny she says a line um do you think i might find happiness in the animal kingdom ducky that's when they're in bed together <laughs> yeah 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 it's uh, a weird film isn't it it doesn't work on any level really because the science is mad because <laughs> it's from a duck planet. Duck world, please. Duck, yeah, ducks have become the dominant species. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's uh, all right, though, isn't it? That's not... I mean, but, that's stupid, but it's not... Yeah. It's not... It's cold. It's just a cartoon. You know, it's a cartoon film, so it's fine. It's a bit like Roger Rabbit and all that, isn't it? But... Um, yeah, the, yeah, I mean, I thought it was a little bit offensive at the end with the chase <laughs> when he's flying the microlite and he's shouting Torah, Torah, Torah as he scares people. And yeah. Basically, he's just spouting off like Japanese <laughs> yeah. lines. And there's so many like, it's like, Oh man! <laughs> like everything that happens, they get as many puns to do with that thing out in the script. Yeah. Like, like the there'd be a banner that goes over and goes, "I'm flying blind," and then you throw it away, and it'd be like, uh, it basically just it's been written by Muppets <laughs> in a room, and they've just laid it on again. What is the target audience of this film? No, that's that's a yeah. This tonally, this is even more confusing than uh, Mr. Limpet. I it's just do because not there's see sex in for. it and stuff. It's um, Generation yeah. X, isn't it? Comic book readers. Sorry, mm. it's like 
Well, no, no, because it no. goes. It's completely the opposite of what the comic was all about. Oh, so, yes. oh yeah, no. I was troubled from the off when he, we show <laughs> we show the duck planet. Yes, and he's like smashes through the walls, and there's a woman with her tits out <laughs> as a duck, a duck in the bath, and I'm like. Yeah. Ducks don't even have mammaries. Like, they're not <laughs> well, mammals. Even before that, Chris, the, the, the first shot of the film when he's watching TV and he gets the bit about, like, crotch chafing, he starts, <laughs> oh, yeah. he starts putting his hand down his pants. <laughs> yeah. He? And it's like they've even cut a bit of that off. I think there was a whole sequence where yeah. he was, like, scratching himself. <laughs> yeah. It's insane. Yeah. It is absolutely insane. Um, and I don't the- know at what point they... <laughs> Maybe thought they might be going down the insanity route, but they just had to just carry I think, on. I think quite early. <laughs> um, uh, what about the bit when uh, he gets a job in a massage parlor? Oh, yeah, he gets oh, a job in a sub- yeah. fucking sex dungeon and yeah. he's just wheeling around the towels. Yeah, but I did think that is quite a good joke before that, where the woman in the office is like, I'm going to get you a job. I don't care if you come here dressed like an idiot, uh, you know, or you're just trying to claim your benefits. I'll get you a job regardless. I thought it was quite a good, uh, you know, considering it's quite a good gag. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know why he ends up in a sex dungeon. That is very... Um, to show more boobs, I guess. There wasn't any boobs for a while. So I agree it's not a great film, but I absolutely <laughs> love this film. Uh, because I think, I actually think this is down, this is your sort of level. <laughs> My level. <laughs> right, okay. Um, Given no, what we've just heard, your, re- your rewrite of... Uh... <laughs> no, there's specific reasons why I like this. Right. There's one section of the film. Um, after the um, uh, the doctor, Jeffrey Jones' doctor, Walter Jennings, gets, mm. gets invaded by the evil monster, and he's going through slow transformation, and yeah. like, it, becomes, it becomes a very slow road move, and they go to a diner, and there's all these like nice scenes where they like then Howard and uh, Lee Thompson haven't really clicked that he actually is going to end the world, and they're just sort of very tolerant of the fact he's like every line they're like oh do you want do you want a burger or whatever and he's like I will destroy you all, and they're just like going oh god here he goes again, and that whole bit of the film I thought was wonderful. It was like really well played by that guy. They kept going yeah. on like longer than it should have gone on. And then the woman yeah. comes over from the diner, and she's all like, "What's his problem?" Like, oh, you know, he's, he thinks he's the dark underworld of the of the, the world and all this sort of stuff. Um, I like that. Uh, I, I agree. The problems with everything else involved, really. <laughs> I mean, it's awful. It is awful. But but you know, it's a beautiful mess, isn't it? This sort of how did this get made? How did they pour forty yeah. million dollars into a film? Are they going about- to do a new one then with the the? Guardians of the Galaxy. I, I shouldn't think so. I mean, they, they, the comics are back out again, aren't they? Aren't, because he was at um, the I end think, of the Guardians, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. But the bloke that did Guardians of the Galaxy is very publicly said he hates this film, and that's why he put um, oh, right. Seth Green as, as Howard the Duck. But is the IP the owned by the same people? It is part of the same Oh, it's thing, Marvel, yeah. It's, it's yeah, Marvel. it's still Marvel. I mean, that comic yeah. still kind of goes on. There's still There's been Howard the Duck comment, yeah. comics going through go in the bin. for quite a while. Yeah, um, but. Alex, as the biggest comic book fan here, um, well, see, yeah, I would like you all to remember when we were way, way back when we did Guardians of the Galaxy and I just said how happy I was that they're making these films now. And I know you're both a bit comic fatigued, but I'd want you to remember that this is the kind of Marvel films that would be made. This is the first ever Marvel film. Yeah, exactly. It? Yeah. And it, it didn't get much better for quite a long time. No, like, And although, I mean, it's, Howard the Duck is not a character that I particularly love. I've read a few comics and stuff of it, but not that much. But what is... Probably the worst thing about this is that it's so different to what the comic was about. The comic was supposed to be like a a kind of social satire, like a parody, like a bit absurdist, a bit kind of like, you know, existential, bit self-aware. And this, as as Gloria Cat said, uh, it's a film about a duck from outer space. It's not supposed to be an existential experience. Um, And I do think like by... I think as a satire, as a kind of weirder film as a bit more surreal those kind of uncomfortable bits might have worked better because you go but this is a bit out there but because it's just done as like oh yeah like there's duck boobs yeah there's (laughs) a woman having a relationship with a duck I mean like they really are like they don't she kind of says it's a joke, but it's not a joke at all. Well, he, they he's are the, very he's the one that backs off on her, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. No, it, it 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 really it goes full on, and it it just doesn't work at all. It's a very, it's just such a weird film, and I I I'm sure I've seen it, and I'm sure I thought it was worse than it was. I I like I say I, I'm with Sam. I did enjoy it. Um, I like that Cajun sushi diner. I like that bit, <laughs> yes, and I yeah. thought that guy's performance is pretty good when he's kind of slowly transforming the effects. Yeah, are definitely. Quite good. His I weird like, voice. I like the Ghostbustersy like effects to it. It's kind yeah. of, it looks like Ghostbusters, all yeah. the beams yeah. and all the yeah. monsters. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it, yeah. I mean, like it's just it's just a very very strange it's film. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's just very very odd. Um, and I yeah, I don't think they should. You know, I think they they haven't made another How to Duck for a reason. I don't think we need another How to Duck film. But um, uh, yeah, I strangely enjoyed it, but it is very. It's almost a bit like Lawnmower Man. It's almost that kind of level of uncomfortableness. I, felt. I think it's uncomfortable. Like no, it's, not that, t- it's not that bad. It's, two, it, it's got like it, two different weird levels of uncomfortableness going on. Because you've got all this thing about like them treating Howard like he's a real thing and trying to fuck him repeatedly and all these things, <laughs> and like yeah. that's uncomfortable. But then you've got the character of <laughs> Howard himself, who at times is the only sort of sensible character on the screen. Yeah, that's true. Um, but they kind of forget that repeatedly, and he turns into like just uh, well a duck, I guess, and like acts yeah. some, and his quips are awful. Yeah, it's a lot. It's very, as Chris said, it's extremely pun heavy, like yeah. very really but bad it, puns it, as well. I just wonder how like how, how was this written? Like what? Which way did they come to this film? Because it doesn't seem like because like there's a, a line early on where Lee Thompson is talking to Howard, and she says. Where are you from? He's like, oh, Duck World. And he's like, well, we're on Earth, I think. Like, she doesn't know <laughs> the name of Earth. And I thought, hang on. You know, how, how stupid are they trying to make out this character is? Yeah. Well, and then, think... and then if you assume that, then what does that mean about the rest of it? If she's that no. thick, what are they trying to say about... And it, nothing, really, I suppose, isn't it? That's the answer and saying nothing. Well, I read as well, an early proposed storyline involved the character being transported to Hawaii... Uh, the director said that the storyline was considered because we thought it would be sort of fun to shoot there. So uh, that's kind of the level of what they were doing with this. Maybe yeah. they were just given so much money and George Lucas was such a, like, a, literally a golden goose, you know, like they just thought, what can go wrong? You know, like, mm. it's, I think they just thought, well, it'd be all right. Don't worry about it. Like... He, he, he know George Lucas knows what he's doing. Yeah, you know, but he or he didn't. I mean, he what is it? He spent uh, uh, da, 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 two million on the suit alone. <laughs> uh, yeah, there are eight different actors working in it, uh, and also the oh the other great thing. Um, oh, where's the one? On a DVD commentary for the film, so way back, one of the commentators claims that George Lucas reassured him that the project would, in 20 years, be seen as a masterpiece. As of the year 2012, the film is still considered one of the worst ever made. <laughs> so that didn't... Unfortunately, that didn't come true. Um, it's, a, it's a John Barry uh, soundtrack. The soundtrack's terrible. Yeah, yeah. and Thomas that Dolby does the song, theme. isn't he? Thomas Dolby does the Howard the Duck. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, the- that the- but that love theme they keep playing is awful. That's John Barry. Yeah, it's um, weird, that, isn't it? That bit at the end, it, it back to the f- is this after Back to the Future? Because that really yes, rips off yeah. Back to the Future when he gets up on the stage and he starts yeah, like, it's just, playing it's the same, isn't it? Yeah. And why is no one shocked that there's a duck on the stage? Well, because he's the star of the show, but also the manager. Like, what's that about? Yeah. And he comes out playing like amazing guitar. Yeah, Jesus Plays Christ, it with his beak. Yeah. With his beak, it's yeah. a really odd film. I mean, it, I guess it's good it exists. Because... Is it? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't well, know. Well, if ever you're going to make something similar, it give you like a base base level to <laughs> to work from. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Don't I mean, you want to really go to an alternative universe though, where this was a massive hit, and then all the films like they made the whole planet, Marvel universe planet. after this. Yeah. You know, in this. Well, but it would. But yeah, imagine it if because... there was like loads of Marvel films off this. Yeah, yeah. This well, the start yeah. of the Marvel universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. But because because Lucas sold um, Pixar, was it Pixar because of this? Yes, he lost so much money. Yes, so that changed. I mean, it did kind of change. So we wouldn't have had <laughs> uh, Wally. Well, no, we wouldn't have had Wally because uh, George Lucas would have been in charge of Pixar, and he would have only have made Star Wars themed <laughs> yeah. things. Yeah. Probably, it did change. I mean, it, yeah, I mean, it's quite. It did change the landscape as far as people. I mean, must whoever have made that duck suit was laughing. <laughs> mm. 
Yeah. Two million? Yeah, two million. I wonder who owns it now. Probably, probably George, George Lucas. Lucas. Yeah. The person who did that is probably still loaded in Hollywood, right? Like, still got a oh, house yeah. off the back of that fucking suit. Yeah, <laughs> it's quite a good suit, though, isn't it? I thought, I thought it was quite good. He looks really creepy worth. when he wears the dollars worth. When no, he wears the suit, you know, like when he dresses up towards the end, he, he looks really creepy to me. Like really, I like weirdly. how when he gets a hard on, his like feathers go up on his head. Yeah, yeah. yeah and also nice it's for the kids. Well, and also it's more disturbing to think of all the majority of the actors <laughs> that played Howard were children. Yeah. Duck boner. They, yeah, so there was Matt, there was one guy, the guy that was uh, oh he was Dink in uh, uh, Spaceballs, yeah, mm-hmm. and Chucky. But most and, uh, of the and, time, uh, sorry to interrupt, but do you know how he got the job in Spaceballs? No, because he went to a party. Uh, Mel Brooks was there, and Mel Brooks said to him, and he found out he's in, in uh, How's the Duck. And Mel Brooks said, "Anyone who's in How's the Duck can be in my film." <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, there I don't you know go. What that means? Yeah. No. Does that mean? It's a, You'll do you want to take much money, or yeah, you'll do you'll do anything, any old <laughs> you'll shit. You'll do anything, yeah, yeah. No, um, it's a weird, weird, weird film. Very uh, weird. One final note I forgot to say was that really we shouldn't be too harsh on Luke, uh, harsh on Lucas because George Lucas not only wanted this film to be directed by John Landis, which would have been better, wouldn't it? As yeah, Landis is yeah. flawed, but I give it a better yeah. film. He also really wanted to be an animated film, not actually live action, hmm. and they. Um, they basically strung him along the studio and said, yeah, we'll do it, do it animated. And then said, oh, it's coming out next May. We haven't got time to animate it. Let's do it live action. So it's not entirely his fault. No, it's not his fault. As an animated true, film. That story is will... true and it's not just the studio <laughs> or him trying to yeah, spin maybe. it. Yeah. yeah. Now, it would have been better as animation. Yeah, definitely. Right. Let's rank How the Duck. Um, where, where does it go? This is the toughest one to rank, I think, so far for me because on some days... I would think I'd think I'd rather watch than Howard the Duck because it's just—it's <laughs> awful, isn't it? But uh, well, where would you put it, Gordon and Sam? You go first. I think I'm going to say a charitable. Um, I'm going to say charitably number fifty because Whoa. I think Inner Space and Spaceballs are also terrible eighties films that I'm happy to watch. I'm happy to watch those two films, and they're around Ooh. that area. area, area. Um, Alex, you're Ooh. oofing. What would, where would you? I think it has to go low. <laughs> it's in the I same uh, league as Spaceballs in in a space for some in, because it's it feels the same, uh, isn't it? It's the same, yeah. It does feel very similar. Oh, I don't know. I don't. It's so hard. It's so. It's but it is a really weird bad. Feel. It has got some quite offensive moments in it. It has. Well, yeah, yeah, it's the stuff that's. The, it's just so yeah. tonally so it's odd. Not past any sort of like. I bet it's the only yeah. film in this list that like is like offensive to Pearl Harbor people and has bestiality problems as well. <laughs> you know, that's a one-off, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> Pearl Harbor people. But I am looking at what's there, and <laughs> otherwise I do... known as Americans. You, you're right. It is. I wasn't going for him being offensive to Japanese. I wasn't going for him being offensive to. And I think. I think driving over. If you think those people were probably like you know like veterans of that age, the old people, him, him just going flying over there shouting Tora 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 is pretty offensive to everyone involved, isn't it? Really, all sides of the conflict are thinking, "What the fuck's this duck doing?" Including Michael Light enthusiasts. Doesn't yeah. Tim Robbins even call him out in the in the thing though? Doesn't he like say to him, "You can't shout that" or something? <laughs> I don't Doesn't know. He... This this fucking duck's just turned up from another planet, and he knows all these fucking like World War Two references. Yeah, how does he know that? As if yeah, World right. War Two happened in the, on his planet, but of ducks. But everything yeah, else, so. doesn't it? Like, because he's like really surprised they haven't got like I don't know play duck or whatever, isn't it? But yeah, it's, that's no, it's just, just Playboy the... with a duck. It's exactly the same. Like history <laughs> is exactly the same. Yeah, it's fucking terrible. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Really, it should be um, below Lawnmower Man in some way, shouldn't it? It's an absolute, like, just disaster. I think it's... Uh, I don't where know. Did you, I, I think it's 50. Lo- 50. I think it's lower than Flash it's Gordon. It's like 80 or something. It's really bad. Yeah, it's really I bad. Pref- I've preferred Flash Gordon, definitely. It's like Theodore Rex. This is Theodore Rex material. This is 78, 77. This I is- think it's a more competently made film than Theodore Rex. What about 76, one above Superman 4? Yeah, okay. Yeah, it wasn't okay. as terminally like, boring as Superman 4, was no. it? No, 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 it moves along quite well. And yeah. I, like I say, I do think that, that that guy did give a good performance. Yeah, okay, yeah. But, and, yeah. but the only reason that fucking George Lucas should know better. Like, yeah. 
Do you think that if he, he wasn't, does, if he hadn't have had any money <laughs> I involved, think he's like Star Wars is the uh, yeah, the anomaly. Oh, definitely he's the yeah. anomaly. Anomaly, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, do you think though, if he hadn't been involved, no one would know about it, would they? No one would remember the fact it flopped. Don't you think no, that would have been no, gone, no, it? no. There's other that well, like the the 1980s Dolph Lundgren Punisher film. People don't remember that even existed because yeah. it just uh, they, George Lucas make a like a a. a uh, Red like Tails. Pilots one. Red Tails, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's awful as well. You should have got Howard the Duck in that. Yeah. You should <laughs> have. Have. Shout Tara in that one. <laughs> Probably. I mean that that's the only he's got a cameo just shouting that flying over their heads. That's all he yeah. does in the film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd have been good. Right, okay, so we get what we're saying. Um seventy six. Yeah. So below twenty twelve and above Superman four. Yeah. Howard the Duck. There we go. The duck is the in. The, the duck, duck is has in. landed. We haven't got to watch it again. So, that's the end. Next week um, is the conclusion of Creature Feature Season and really the conclusion of Science Fiction Rating System as you know it. Bum, bum, bum. <gasps> um, there'll be a little buffer episode or we do our re-ranking of those three films. But yeah, look forward to big changes and hopefully no more watching of Popping Claws films. Yeah. Um, we'll see. But for now, Alex, let us people know what they can do to get in touch and things, please. Well, we're on Facebook, SF Rating System. We're on Instagram, Science Fiction Rating System. We're on Twitter at SF Rating System. Uh, you can email us at sciencefictionratingsystem at gmail.com and the website is sciencefictionratingsystem.com. Hey, Sam, I yes. was going to ask you, how do you rank a podcast on iTunes? Because I actually really don't know. And it would be really nice if people ranked us five stars. And I don't really know how to do it. Do you know how to do it? I do know a quick way to do it. And this is what basically everyone you know has got an iPhone. Yep. This applies to you two too. Get their iPhones, right? right. Get, the, get the podcast app downloaded if it's not there already. Yep. Takes two seconds, an Apple app. Yep. Um, search for us on there, Science Fiction Rating System. Mm-hmm. Yep. Go to that page, scroll down a bit. And then there's five stars. Just click the five stars. Anything less, you know... You're just not being true to yourself, are you? Don't bother really? with step yeah, one, two, and, three. And if you're feeling really generous, go a little bit further down and just write a little review about the, the podcast. Um, and that's it. That's all you that do. Is, okay. That is simple as that. So, yeah, okay. every person you meet with an iPhone, do that. Just do it just on their the phone. IPhone. Just get yeah, their phone it. off them. Yeah, yeah just ask, okay, ask them well. to do it. It takes, like, a minute. Um, and that's if you know how... any phone thieves and they've got, like, a <laughs> hundred phones, <laughs> yeah. just do it on them all. Yeah. Or maybe, like, yeah. if you work in an Apple shop, uh, before oh. you send them out, just pre-install the Science Fiction Rating System podcast on all the phones. That'd be nice. That would be amazing. Yeah, we'd give someone a shout out if they could do that. Well, that'd be like the. Thing um... It says give us five stars on iTunes. It says here. I've got it. Yes, we'll do it's it. It's like the like the U2 song where it was just on the. That's on what I was thinking. Phones. Yeah, we don't yeah, do that because that pissed people off, didn't it? So. Nah, it did. Um, but we're not U2. We're better than that. Fuck bottom. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, t- terrible, you know, because that's the way we get out the list. 80, what the stat here, 83% of all podcasts are listened to through iTunes. Mm. But we're on other places. We're on YouTube. We're on. Uh, we're on Stitcher now. Stitcher, you say? Oh, I've never even heard of it. It's, um, yeah, like, it's where Wolverine, there's a Wolverine podcast on there, which is quite good. Oh. Yeah. I will check that out. Anyway. That's enough promoting other people's podcasts. Promote ours. Um, come back next week for some previews. But for now, that's the end. Good night and goodbye. Bye. Bye.